you don't get to see how the person uh, thinks about things. That's that's really like a bummer, right? You want to see how that person works. And that's most mob interviews have been really cool in this way. You get to see all this. You are listening to The Known Unknowns with Henrik and William. In this episode, uh, we're going to talk about mob interviews. Mob interviews. Yes. Yeah. We did talk about mob, mob interviews in, in, a, in a previous episode, but just briefly. So this time we're going to talk, talk a bit more in depth. Yes. And... It it feels like we 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 talked about it last time, and but but maybe it's better to get into more of the how to apply this if you want to try it out. Uh, basically, yeah. and we're going to talk a bit more about uh, special like tiny details you might want to pay attention to, and and uh, you know just you know getting it just right. right? Yeah. So we've been we've been testing it out a bit more. I've been doing some this week, uh, so we've been thinking to to cover this here. Yeah, so going from going from theory into the practicalities, that's really good. That's really good. But maybe just, you know, just to freshen people's memories and stuff, maybe we could just have a, a very, very short recap of what mob interviews actually is. Yeah, absolutely. So um, mob interviews is, I guess, derived from uh, mob programming sessions that we have as a, an established culture in our work. And that is... Instead of uh, sitting alone, uh, programming, uh, doing your tasks, it doesn't have to be programming, you know, UX work or whatever. Uh, you're doing that uh, with several other individuals uh, who have skills that can help you progress much faster. So as a group, you have a larger skill set together, uh, and therefore you will uh, make things uh, faster. Uh, you will have the answers uh, to the questions that will come up. As a developer, you never have the complete picture. Uh, same as a UX person and, uh, you know, what have you. Other yeah. Only product owners uh, do. So it's a lot of people in the same room. It sounds like a waste of time, but actually it's the best time that you'll ever have, basically. And it's fun, too. Uh, so we're doing this, uh, you can do it in so many different ways, uh, but uh, if you want to do it with a fresh team, uh, you usually have a timer um, and then let people take turns uh, using the computer to, to type and all the other people, they are the ones telling that person what to do. So the, the driver, which is the person uh, sharing the screen uh, in these COVID times, uh, is the, that person should not decide anything, only everyone else. Yeah, that's uh, so only a the, uh, that's only a typer actually. That's a, the that's the yeah, typist, I guess. Typist, yeah, yeah a typist. That's not yeah. Yeah. So so basically, are people uh, the 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 person behind the keyboard? Yes, exactly. And that the idea then is that your your every action that you need to take to make something needs to go from someone's mouse to uh, the keyboard to the you know the the, the program. And that is helping everyone in the group uh, either understand what's going on or not understand what's going on. So they can say, hey, I don't understand this part. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's, 
it's nice to have someone to help you facilitate this to get started, but you can learn this all by yourself. Um, and definitely recommend uh, Woody Sewell watching his YouTube videos on uh, how to do more programming because a lot of this has been based on his experiences for for many people around yeah. the world. And he's like the, he's like the godfather of mob programming, which we actually nowadays we tend to call it mob development because that that is that is our main goal to have to have um, uh, cross-functional mob sessions. Yeah. with with people from from different disciplines including like business analysts and product owners and uh ux designers and and uh yeah whoever so so not just not just developers so now that we, yeah. we've like covered the basics again uh about mob um, mob development and we actually did a, an entire episode talking about mob development in in general um more in depth so what we basically did a few months ago uh William which we also mentioned in, in a previous ep- episode was that we had a few candidates to 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 interview for a specific team and instead of having these technical code challenges I don't know if you even call them code challenges I do because I'm just you know I'm just a stupid product owner I don't know anything <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah you have some some sort of like technical tests with code stu- cody mm-hmm. stuff I-, I call them code challenges yeah <laughs> I, but I don't like them, so <laughs> maybe that's a bad word for it too. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And what you did yes. basically, like, because you don't like <laughs> code challenges, like, yeah. because the way the way they are u- usually done is that you basically just send something to the candidate and say, yeah, solve this and and get back to us when you've solved it in a few days or weeks or whatever yeah. it is, or, or or live or, or live, whiteboarding, yeah. whiteboarding, yeah, yeah. multiple ways of doing yeah. it. But but what do, what you did instead was you just, hey, can we do this? in a in like in a mob session instead so it became like a mob interview so we already had like an interview on a personal level just talking with the, with the person and then instead of having this code challenge in like individual code challenge you said hey let's do this in a mob session yeah yeah and it was it was I don't know. I first I, I thought this this is pretty crazy, uh, <laughs> but it it might just work. So and uh, we we have a, a manager uh, who's also a little crazy. So <laughs> she agreed to to try it out. <laughs> and it was so good. much fun. If you're listening to this, Nina, you're crazy in a very very good way. He means it yes. in the most positive sense. Yeah, in the most positive sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout outs to Nina. <laughs> uh, yes. But uh, yeah. So, so how would you do this? You know, how would you actually do this? So uh, I thought, let's, all right, let's get started. So I've done a few uh, a while ago and we did a few this week. And I think my takeaways from this uh, are that. I mean, when you have a mob session, it, it doesn't matter really how many people you are. Um, generally, you want to maybe lower the timer a little bit uh, to make sure that everyone has a turn at the computer without you know falling asleep. But when it comes to an interview, I've tried four people, uh, including the, the interviewee, and I've tried five, uh, and I think ab- about the same number of times. Uh, and... I could probably uh, say that you want to do around four people, not more. Less might be okay, but it's gonna—it's—it's it's not gonna give the same impression. I mean, 
the reason why we do mob programming or mob sessions or mob development, you, you pick the name and I'll go with it, uh, is because we are a group and many skill sets are involved and people with different perspectives. So if you take away people, you sort of take away the soul of the, the whole idea. Uh, but I would say you still need to be not too many because you want the interviewee to you know, feel like his voice is heard. I mean, we do want to potentially hire someone, right? Yeah. So I would say for five works, but I wouldn't go above that. Uh, and the, the, what we're doing is that we, when we start the interview, is we set up a really simple timer. Uh, you can just Google, literally Google mob timer, and you will find the top result to be just fine. And what you do is you set the timer for something which is pretty low. For four and five people, you can set the timer to six minutes. That's actually fine. Yeah. Uh, you want it to keep going fast. Are you taking notes, Henrik? Yes, of course. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Always. Motherfucker, uh, what is it? The Robert Rule say we got to have minutes for a meeting, right? He's the minutes. Nigga, is you taking notes on a criminal fucking conspiracy? What the fuck is you thinking, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, around six minutes. Uh, that that's pretty low for uh, mob sessions, uh, but it works really well here because yeah, you want things to be really on fire, you know. Yeah, it's usually like uh, ten to twelve min minutes. But, yeah, at but, the very least. Yeah, at the very least. When when groups become more comfortable, they tend to want to increase it. Mm. Uh, sometimes that can backfire because it's always nice to to get that to get your turn not in an hour but maybe in a, a realistic time frame, maybe thirty minutes or so. Yeah. so. And also, like for, for uh, the rotation, it keeps you keeps you focused as as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it becomes less about a certain person doing things. It becomes mm. more about we're doing this together. It's hard to explain, but the rotation just keeps things alive, I yeah. guess. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you want a timer, you want a, maybe four or five people. The the format of how to, you know, who does what and, and so on is, I mean, obviously, you want to have someone sharing their screen uh, for the code challenge, which you'll be solving together. But uh, it's not maybe clear uh, who should be telling who what to do. Mm -hmm. uh, so what I've tried, uh, which has worked really well, has been uh, driver slash single navigator. And driver uh, is the person sharing the screen. And there is actually a single navigator that is telling the driver what to do. Now, the first thing you might ask is, okay, well, what is the other people supposed to do? Like, are they just supposed to sit there and watch? And, well, almost. Um, it's important to listen, uh, you know, to to what's happening and paying attention. But if you do feel that, oh, guys, 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 this, this is a major misunderstanding here. And then, or, you know, something like that. Then, of course, you're, you should be raising your voice, even though you're not the, the navigator at that time. So, single navigator is, my rule of thumb is that when things go quiet... Or when things become too noisy, you want to be able to say, "Oh, guys, single navigator, we gotta, you know, follow the rules a little bit, and then let let that person speak." Yeah, that's. I think that's like the the baseline, Henrik. Yeah, it definitely is, and uh, just like, and, and of course, like we talked about Cyber Dojo uh, before. 
we are not endorsed by CyberDojo, <laughs> but but uh, I mean there there are the way the way to 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 do it. I mean you could use CyberDojo or or something something similar for the actual challenge, but the the um, that's not really the interesting part. But the interesting part is of course William that it isn't about actually solving the challenge, is it, William? It's about something else. Exactly. It, it's it's about. I would like to say having fun first because that's what I've had. <laughs> but but it's about yeah uh, working uh, together or collaboratively, as Henrik would say. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, uh, that's the main goal, and it's. Uh, I've noticed that it's actually easy to forget about this uh, and start to focus on the challenge. Uh, I've heard uh, literally the, the you know the people expressing that. Like, right, oh yeah, I know, guys, I know we need to like iterate on this uh, and then maybe take small steps at a time because that's what that's what you want to do in mm-hmm. these sessions. You want to work TDD, you want to iterate on the answer, not make the whole answer immediately. You want to solve a few cases, not all cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- it's so easy for someone to just go and say, uh, guys, I, I know we should iterate on this uh, and take step, steps at a time, but I have this idea and I, I think it's good to set us on the right track so let's start doing it in this way and everyone else is like yeah okay i I, could you explain it and then the guy goes into you know a bunch of theories like oh you know this abstract tree of the lists of the charted array of the uh, arrays you know starts explaining it you know by you know orally and then it's everyone else is like yeah yeah i kind of follow you know everyone has different vocabularies for code and other things right so Mm -hmm. it becomes it becomes this thing where one person says, trust me, guys, this is going to work. <laughs> and then he just <laughs> instructs the driver to do things for a much longer period than six minutes. And no one is going to really understand what happened. That's the, that's the kind of thing that you want a red flag on for this type of mob session, in, uh, for these types of mob, chefs, mob interviews. Because w- what I can imagine is that if you are told expressly that uh, th- this task is to uh, collaborate and to solve this together, uh, and you still have this thing where you you say, "Yeah, you know, we got to work together," but I have this, I have this hunch that we need to do it in this way. Yeah, uh, and that's you gotta. In, in my head, I, I'm thinking, yeah, you gotta multiply that by a thousand after that the interview is over. I mean, the interview is. That's when the interview is as as is at its most humble <laughs> position, right? Yeah. And I mean, so, uh, you don't want yeah. some someone like now you mentioned vocabulary. You don't want someone someone saying, "Yeah, I know we should do this, but um, what about the yellow meatballs?" And everyone are like, <laughs> "Yellow meatballs? Yeah, yeah, we kind of follow." Yeah, let me just you know. Let me just instruct you how. how let me just just uh, give you an uh, give you an instruction on how to do the yellow meatballs, <laughs> and then <they're> like, <laughs> running off, making the yellow meatballs, and no one understands a damn thing. Yeah, at the end of the day, they were potatoes. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but uh, yeah, I mean that that's another thing. Yeah, sure. Like if you realize that this person has extreme trouble, I mean when that person is the navigator, the you know the the main navigator. Uh, and uh, it's going to explain to another person how to do things. I mean, normally in a, in a mob session, and this is another thing that I bring up a lot, is that you want to give instructions that are abstract, uh, like, oh, we just need to make a condition for X and Y. 
Um, that's really abstract uh, in in some in some situations. Uh, and if that person doesn't understand, you want to go into more specifics. Like you say, oh, well, um, okay, so write if, and then parentheses, and, you know, you know, go along with the driver mentioning ex exactly what characters to enter. But it's really interesting to see people who haven't worked a lot with others, because it's really hard for them to express. Uh, the abstracts might be, you know, fine. Uh, they they might have uh, they, some some people might have trouble with the abstracts, but even going down to the level of explaining like oh write this here on and maybe they they're not used to saying line numbers, so they they say oh you know above the if statement if condition there, uh, so it's really easy to see which people have been working collaboratively before in his previous uh, employments as well, so that's uh, that's really cool I think to see. Uh, who can really express themselves, and how do they how do they mesh with the people who are in the interview? I mean, maybe you say, "Oh, this guy's really, really skilled." We can see that from all of his or her hard work, um, but it's really hard to to be in a session with that person because it, maybe it's just simply hard to understand what that person is trying to say most of the time. Hmm. I mean, that's not to be underestimated. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, now you mentioned a few, like, red flags, but what would you say? Yeah. Yeah. But what would you say or like, what, what are the positives that you should pay attention to? The positives? Ooh, I think that's the, 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 the kind of person who says, like, yeah, you know what? I'm not really sure. Uh, can I ask you guys? And then the, the rest of the group is like, yeah, yeah, uh, hmm, I think, and you know, you start talking. Mm. Uh, and I, I like the, the people who, <laughs> there has been some like spontaneous <laughs> people who say, oh, I've never done this before. I love this, guys. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, and, and we're like, yeah, we know. <laughs> and, you know, everyone's having fun. Mm. Uh, and and I mean, that's always great. If someone, if someone generally expresses that this is the way things were supposed to be if you had to choose in IT how to work right but but generally like good team players science of good team play that's the kind of thing you want to pick up on during a session like this and everything that makes you feel like okay like I can talk to this guy I can mm -hmm. say to him that I don't know about this or you can ask for an explanation and it always feels sort of you know kind of like a soft skills interview like you feel like yeah I'm I'm getting you you know that that's the sort of thing that you want to pick up on mm. uh but i really love the part when people are you know humble and saying yeah you know what i'm not really sure uh can i ask the rest of the group they say uh, and then say yeah of course you can uh, so that's cool so um you know i'm gonna be the devil's advocate here now what about the velocity, Velia? No, but uh, I mean, <laughs> doing an interview this way, is it really efficient and effective? I mean, it, it, it takes longer than a regular interview. <laughs> takes, you want to you want to go at it for one and a half hour, I think. Mm -hmm. That's a good time. Uh, so yeah, it's, I guess it's not as effective, Henrik, because it takes longer. Is that how things work? Hmm. That's, that's efficiency, no. so... <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, all right, okay. So, so yeah. So it might be well, inefficient, but it might be effective because you get to know more about the the per the, the interviewee, the candidate. So, 
Yeah. I mean, it's like the saying that goes something like, you know, you can you can talk to someone, uh, you know, a certain amount uh, and, and get to know the person so much. But when you get to play together with that person, you will really know how that person works, you know, the inner workings. And that's what I feel in the mob sessions. It's kind of like you're having these social interactions, which are like, yeah, you need to complete a task. It's not just, you know... Like, oh, are you a good team player? Yes, I am. I am a great team player. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> Check off the list. Uh, wow, we're so efficient. <laughs> you know? Uh, instead, it's like, oh, are we sure about this? And then the guy says, yeah, I'm sure. This is the only way, guys. And then I'm like, yeah, okay. What a team player. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, so it's... I would say uh, you're definitely getting more bang for the buck mm -hmm. for every word that comes out of your mouth and that person's mouth than any soft skills interview that I can think of. But, yes. But how can you how can you determine the skills of of the candidate in this way? Is there a risk? I want to know the risk, William. I'm I'm the stakeholder here. <laughs> is there is there a risk here? <laughs> Look, the, the the only risk that care that I care about as a developer is that oh, are you using braces outside of your if condition? Uh, <laughs> you don't use braces there. Oh, that's a risk. I don't <laughs> like that at all. <laughs> oh, you're using old loops. Oh, mm, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe like, are you using Emac? But I prefer Vim. No, this doesn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if the guy says, yeah, like, oh, guys, just so you know, I'm used to coding in Vim. That's another red flag for you right there. That's free of charge. No, I'm just kidding. Vim users are great. Don't don't hate me. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you, 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 um, you don't, I mean, as a, you don't really, when you're a developer, you, you get this intuition just by seeing someone type or if that person knows his way around you know arrays and and uh, logic and, and other things you sort of you can sort of intuitively pick up based on how that person is writing when that person is the driver i mean if you as i mentioned before if you give that person an abstract and you say oh yeah we just gotta wrap that with a condition uh, with the you know checking for the boolean or the something and then that person is like oh yeah yeah oh, yeah i got it and then he puts it in you know but if that person's like oh I, i'm not sure what you mean what's a what's a boolean or like might not say that out loud but that person might become insecure and then you're like mm -hmm. oh okay that guy hasn't worked that much uh with with this particular thing or whatever but developers are so like the, the profession is so broad so you can be really good at certain things but really rusty in other things like mm. i mean you have an array of items and there's a method which is called reverse that can reverse the order i mean uh, not everyone like knows that just in their head <laughs> i mean it, it's just like oh okay he didn't know about that well okay that's fine you know it's it's not something everyone knows right mm. so uh, but but i would say the you can pick up a lot of the, the developer, uh, the driver, and uh, the navigator concept still works really well for picking up, you know, the 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 behavior of the developer, how that person codes. Uh, you can definitely see that in real time, which is really cool because you can make follow-up comments and say, oh, you do it in that way, huh? Okay. And that person's like, yeah, I know, it's a bit old school, but I like that. Or, you know, mm. it, it's fun to to talk about it live, you know. So, 
I don't know about risks, to be honest. I have just one more question before your mm. uh, elevator, elevator pitch. You're gonna give an elevator. Uh, you you are going to give an elevator. <laughs> you are going to give. <laughs> hold on. We're slowly going up the elevator, guys. Sure there, sure there, sure there, sure there. It's Friday. Come on. Come on Play guys. some lounge music. Yeah. You are going to wrap up the episode by giving us an elevator pitch. <laughs> for why to uh, have mob interviews instead of of regular traditional code challenges but first i want to i want to ask you could a product owner be part of a mob interview of course he or she can yes <laughs> uh, so why absolutely. don't you ever invite me william uh, I don't make the rules, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just because we haven't had like, I mean, yeah, we've had uh, several of these interviews, but we hadn't had too many. And usually when I join, it's already, we're already like four people. So, but you know, you know, when one of your teams, Henrik, when they need to hire someone, I will definitely let you be in that interview. <laughs> 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 uh npos can for the record they can definitely be there they don't have to know code they can simply just say like okay guys just make the thing work uh what what do we need to make the thing work <laughs> everyone can answer and then the guys say yeah, yeah. Get, to, get to work guys and then like uh, and af then, after half an yeah. hour we can ask are you done yet <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, I think it's just more fun to have a PO involved, to be honest, because then the PO gets to ask these questions like, why are you doing it in this way? And then you get to explain the abstracts and uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's fun. It's really fun. Yeah. Okay, uh, mm -hmm. William, the elevator pitch for mob interviews instead of regular traditional boring. No, kidding. Uh, traditional code challenges like in... Uh, in, in 60 seconds. Go. Elevator pitch. So mob sessions uh, and mob interviews are really focused on, uh, you know, collaboration, working together. If that's the sort of thing that you appreciate in your company, I suggest you try mob interviews. Uh, <laughs> they are much better and uh, qualitative than just giving the person a code challenge. Is, I mean, is, if that's how you're going to do things in your organization, are you going to give a single developer a task and give that person a week to complete the task? I mean, yeah, sure. Then you can give them a code challenge the traditional way. Or if you're going to work, let that person work in a team in an agile way, uh, which you know involves you know working together, uh, then you might want to try this as way to see how that person would work uh, in the future, because that's what you want, right? You want the forecast of how this person is going to work for your company. Uh, technical technical expertise is uh, variable. It's broad. It's something you want to see. You want to see if the person has any idea about anything. That's most of the time. That's you know want, what what you want to get the gist of. That's what a tech challenge can give you. That's what a mob interview can give you. It's that easy to check it off the list. The hard part is to see how that person works with the team, how that person adapts with the challenge. 
uh, how that person can admit you know fault uh, and grow from that and and you get to witness that uh, in real time uh, instead of uh, letting that person sit at home with his thoughts to himself and uh, you don't get to see how that person you don't get to see how the person uh, thinks about things that's that's really like a bummer right you want to see how that person works uh, and that's most mob interviews have been really cool in this way you get to see you get to see all this you get to be there and you get to have fun i hate code challenges it's nothing that i do in my free time <laughs> but for mob interviews uh, i enjoy them so much uh, really perfect pitch uh, i mean yes i'm gonna have to speed it up for it to be 60 seconds <laughs> <laughs> what yeah did i go above i thought that was pretty good oh yeah yeah uh, okay. it, it was more like uh 120 plus seconds but but yeah I, you know i can i can fix that in, in the editing so seriously yeah yeah you're the editor <laughs> great great <laughs> oh yeah you want to go ahead and wrap this one up william Let's do it. Uh, so you've been listening to Known Unknowns with Henrik and William. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can send questions, feedback, or suggestions on future topics through our Anchor page. Anchor.fm slash knownunknowns. Just click the message button, record your message and hit send. You can use either a computer or a mobile phone, and you don't need the Anchor app.